It's Dad's Dishing, Episode 4, The Dating Doctor. I do love that sound. Do you? Time for another show. Time for another show to start. Is that what it means? Yeah, that's what it means. I was flashing back to my porn days. Yeah. <laughs> Did that mean it was time for the money shot? (laughs) Just to start, the money shot was something else. Yes, exactly. You know what? There are ways to get through being a single father, and one of those ways is to enter into the porn career. (laughs) I never thought of that, but you're absolutely right. Well, do you know what? Have you taught? Have you? You know, there's this thing called fans only, where all these people on Instagram are becoming these fans only. celebrities they're porn stars but i think it's because we do it in our home well i don't do it but i think it's because these people are doing it in their home it's become this thing that's oh it's not so crazy and the crazy thing is they're making a ton of money doing it yeah you know as i'm thinking about it like if you ever receive like a naughty sort of picture yeah uh, uh, hello i live for sexting yeah Yes. So being able to take that one step further and monetizing it, I yes. guess isn't that much of a stretch. So I guess, if I got paid for every dick pic I sent, I'd be a rich man. <laughs> oh, really? Dude, yeah. I'd, yeah. I was a big fan of sending the dick pics back right? in the day. You know, in my you single day. Back in the day. Yes. And I know that one day, should dad's dishing become this huge success, it's going to be like the cover of the National Enquirer. Here's Scotty D's dick. Oh, you think so? I can't wait for all of you to see it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. Well, that's a fun way to start You're the episode. Reviewing. I yes. Love it. Yes. Ooh. I should do um it's that. Hot in here. It's getting hot in here everybody. Scotty D's dick. Yes, exactly. On the National Enquirer. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> it could happen. I'll be like the next Brett Favre or Andy or Anthony Weiner. What? These well, are the Anthony, two I didn't know about Brett Favre. Brett Favre's penis went everywhere. Oh, he had really? sent it to somebody. Oh my god. I feel like this happens every now and then. Mm-hmm. And he has a he has a jaundice looking penis if you've ever seen the picture well, he has like a yellow skin tone <laughs> yes he does and you think he smokes too many cigarettes i don't know but it's still yellow down there yeah, <laughs> yeah it's john oh so you know what when we talk about sending dick pics of course that means we've got to talk about you know dating online uh, doing all that sort of thing right i know i can't believe it it's yeah. been like a whole year now i think since we last talked to the expert that we're about to have our on. guest today, who's this awesome guy, you know him as the real life hitch. He was against once before, and it's so fun because this guy is living the life, the dream. He is the wingman. He's the professional. Wingman. Yeah, he is That's for his sure. Website too. It's the pref- the professional wingman.com, which yes. is obviously kind of tough to find good URLs. Yeah. Which, by the way, we do have deadsdishing.com. And we so also have scottydsdickpick.com. <laughs> that is there. That's right. It is, I went to GoDaddy. I purchased that URL. I checked it out. The .net. Dot 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 dot. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. You need magnifying glasses to see it. No, uh, I'm joking. No. Do not underestimate me. Okay. All right. That's good to know. But uh, no, of course, we're talking about Thomas yeah. Edwards Jr. Such a cool guy. He's a really cool guy. And last time, it was like all about like love and making sure that you find the right person for you and like what questions to ask during the date. But because of the pandemic, because of COVID, everything now is just different. Everything's different. Everything's different. And it's changed the way we look at things. And have you noticed 
Kelly, our producer, was so great. She sent over. She always sends over show notes. Get us ready. Get us in the right. zone. And one of the things that's come up is COVID cuffing. I love. I love yep. this. Yep. Yeah. So it is. You know, we talk about cuffing season as that time that you go into the fall and winter, and everybody wants to partner up. Oh, so they're okay. not alone during the cold of the winter. You have somebody to date. Well, COVID cuffing is people preparing for the next outbreak of COVID. So it's two people that have COVID. No, no. Involved in a relationship? <laughs> yes, no. Kind of like, I got AIDS, you got AIDS. <laughs> exactly. It's a new thing. You know, I have to say the interesting thing about dating online now is when you say, do you have protection if you're going to have sex? It's not the condom. It's the face mask. Lysol, baby. Yeah, exactly. Do you, Are you wearing protection? Cover okay. your face. <laughs> All right. So, that so we being talked said, about this in the last episode yes. of Dad's Dishing where, you know, I, I thought I think it's a lot easier now to just you know, have somebody over at your place because there's yeah. no other place to go. It's and so like, true. But how do you break those barriers of starting to meet someone new? Well, you know what? I think, unfortunately, what it's become is that you really have to be way more forward about things. There's no beating around the bush like, oh, do you want to try to do something? Where do we try? You have to say, okay, you know, I'd really like to meet you. Here are our options. Mm -hmm. And that's the way you're going to set yourself up for COVID cuffing season. Wow. Because you need to be forward do about it. Do you have it. any single friends that are dating? Do you see? Yes. Like, yeah. And do you know what's crazy to me? It's all of my single friends. Wait, are they gay? Are they gay or are they straight? Straight, gay, the mix. Okay. All of my single friends that have been happy being single mm -hmm. are all of a sudden now looking. Really? And they're looking hard. Because you know what? We went through a time of shutdown of quarantine where people um, were alone. Yes. And it's lonely. Yeah. It really is. Yes. It is. So I think for the first time, we have people actually who weren't dating who now want to date. It's funny how the pandemic can really transcend different like levels of like what are real principles of what people are. Like I have friends of mine yeah. who never owned a gun. Yeah. With all the crazy shit that's going on now, they uh, want a gun. I, it's so funny. My friend was at the, sh um, at getting his, uh, what's it called? Your, your certificate. So you can carry a, a but, handgun, yeah. whatever permit. that is. Sure. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do that yeah. in this new wave of life. It's a different time. Break in. Yes, exactly. Like it's, everything is different now. So yes. therefore, you know, dating's different. Yeah. You know, your own personal safety can be different. Yeah. So it's crazy. So I, I have to tell you this producer Kelly just sent me this great message and she said, talk about first dating being going to get COVID testing together. Oh, okay. I love this. Can you imagine being like, okay, so let's say you're gay guys and back in the day you would say, well, back in the day before COVID, you'd say, let's go get STD tests together. <laughs> yeah. That's thing? Oh I'll, put, I'll put the cotton swab up your dick if you do it to me. Oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> yes, it is. Just There's like, nothing sexier for a date. I mean, now this is brilliant. Astral. Have you yes. had the COVID test? I have not. I'm scared to death of it. I really am. They say it pokes. It pokes? <laughs> they say it goes way down into like almost to your brain where they're pushing oh, that down. Yes, yeah. yeah, it does. It, no. I immediately teared up. Yeah. So like oh. after we got back from traveling. You were so emotional. Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, no, not because of that. It's just, it triggers that, that, that part of your uh, sensitivity, your, your crazy uh, oral pharynx, I believe. No, it wouldn't be up there. Just, I yeah. love a good oral pharynx. <laughs> Is that what you said? You said? <laughs> 
back of your throat and goes up into your respiratory system, but that's not right. It just goes up your nostril. Okay, uh, yes. But really up there. And you went, um, last week you talked about you went and it was $300 <laughs> you paid yeah. to get tested. I'm the only idiot that just says, okay, I'll pay. Can I say this is crazy? Because everybody keeps saying, oh, it's so easy to get tested. No, it's not. And second of all, very few people have $300 just hanging around to go get a COVID test. I would not have paid if there was, like, there was, like, three or four people, like, all standing around the desk, like, is yes. looking at me like, is this fucker going to pay? You you're, like, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, dining and dashing, like, when you're a kid yeah, no. at a I'd diner, like, oh, running and dashing. that yes. much? Yeah. Uh, I, I got to, I'll be right back. Badia, 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 I got to get out of here. Which, you know, to be honest, just even on the way over here, I was, uh, you know, I was in our beautiful Armory Square area. Yes. Um, but I pulled up to a light. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing a lot more of these guys, you know, the panhandlers out there. And I, I pulled more. up right next to him. Yeah. And he's like standing right by my window and he's like looking in and I'm, you know, I'm waving. I would give him cash, but I have no cash on me. Yeah. You and know? I so never I just, have cash. So I'm like, do you take a credit card? <laughs> but it was easier to like deal with him because I had the barrier of the window. Yes. But dealing with those three nurses or four people who were there. I was it's just awkward like, like, for right, sure. Take my credit card. It I'm is a so awkward, but I got tested and it was negative. So it was good. that's a good thing, which is how I got to see the kids at that time, which is, uh, you know, because I'd been traveling. Yes. And your and wife said my ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. Dolly was saying, you know, this is this, you know, you're out there. Yeah. You need, you should get tested. And then, I asked the kids, and they're like, yeah, Dad, because they were really uber They're anxious about it. Isn't it yeah. crazy? Yes. So they were smart. And you know what? I think it's good because I think if you have an awareness, that's how we're going to shut this down, hopefully. And we need to do that. I know. Yeah. I know, I know. So, Which, uh, how are we on time? In a few you? short seconds, we are calling into our guest via Zoom. He's on the West Coast. Right. So he is joining us. It's it is a great thing of him. Great thing that he is calling into us to talk to us about dating. Hey, how are you? Hey guys, how's how, it going? Very good. good. Man, I you? have to say, you have the most beautiful eyes ever. <laughs> they are awesome. Scotty likes eyes. Yes. No wonder you're the wingman, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. How you guys been? Good. How have you been? Oh, I've been amazing, man. My. Uh... My daughter just keeps growing. It won't stop. Awesome. <laughs> Isn't it amazing to watch it happen? Like literally overnight, you wake, they wake up in the morning. They're, they're taller. They're bigger. They're older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wanted me to measure her this morning. And I'm like, you grew a half inch from last week. Like what is happening? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's and, crazy. And Thomas, how old is she now? She's three. Ah, uh, okay. that's so great. That's a fun age. Yes. Yeah. So how have it's you like, handled it? How have you handled COVID? How, what's it been like for you? How's business in the setting oh, people up um, realm of the world? <laughs> business for me particularly hasn't slowed down. It actually gotten a lot busier. You mean people still want to get laid? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Always. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think that will never die down throughout the time, you know, history of time. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but what's really interesting that I've noticed is People have a lot more time on their hands and they're now uprooted from their routine of commuting to work and doing work things and just having a, a normal routine where they can kind of check out and not have things that are more important on the on the priority list. They, they have more time to look into themselves and realize what's truly important. It's so people, true. Love. 
Right. And and just to let our audience know, once again, we're talking to the very fabulous Thomas Edwards Jr., author of Master of the Dynamics of Dating. You can check out his website at theprofessionalwingman.com. And also, I mean, this guy is legit. He's been in the New York Times, Cosmo Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, and Scotty's favorite, Maxim. Maxim Magazine. <laughs> if there's not a pair of tits looking up at me, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so okay yeah. so, so welcome again we talked we had the luxury in talking to you about a year ago and tom mm-hmm. full of just great advice and recommendations on how somebody like specifically a single father could go out and find you know the woman of his dreams i mean what you said was great but i think the world's turned upside down and a lot of the things are just maybe just different right yeah and what's really amazing here that i've seen with my clients and also just with myself. I mean, let's face it, this is uh, the reason why this time is unprecedented is because we're looking at this and we're not seeing uh, a single community or country or culture that's not being affected by this. Right. So we understand that this is being affected by everyone. All over and the world. Yes. All over the world. Right. And so we get also an opportunity to see, well, if this is going to be ongoing, I, I don't like to use the term new normal. I, 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 I know like I call this the current normal. The current normal, right? good because right. it could get new quick, very quickly. Yeah. There could be a new new normal. Yes. Yeah. The, the next day becomes completely new than the day before. Right? Exactly. So it, this really becomes a test in adaptability. How can you adapt and shift and, and and adjust your strategies for how you carry on with life? Now, particularly in dating, how can you adjust? in terms of leveraging the tools that you have now that certain components do not necessarily become accessible to you. One of the biggest things I noticed when COVID had a first hit was, and this is especially for the guys, because there was uh, the lockdown where you couldn't really go to a restaurant or go to a bar to meet with someone in person. This is a huge. Lot of guys, yes. Go ahead. No, okay, this is what we were just like, talking about, that, it's, yeah. that you can't go. So what are they doing? Yes. Yeah, and so immediately, guys would just assume that the entire dating process was broken, mm-hmm. right? There's this one phase, this one piece where, okay, I can't, like, go and actually see someone and connect with them in that way right now. All of a sudden, now it doesn't make it worthwhile to date, and that's actually not true. That is prototypical sabotage behavior. <laughs> it is, uh, and the easy smart. way out. Oh, I can't date yeah. now, so I'm just going to stop because I'm too lazy to just try to make it work in another way and be creative. And eat a bag of Doritos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> COVID-15, yes. Yeah, here, here's the great thing, right? Now we really get to leverage what technology has it had its intention to be used for, which yes. is to bring people together, not to bring people apart or to make certain processes lazier, right? It's, it's really to bring people together. Connect so people, write, that tool of connection, yeah. yes. Just using the tool, right? Yeah. So now all of a sudden, FaceTime dates actually are viable and totally appropriate. And popular, right? popular. And I think popular. everybody's doing these daytime dates because at night you didn't know if there was going to be a restaurant open. Where, where do mm-hmm. where where are you telling people to go? Where are these people going on dates? Parks, coffee shops, where the are they going? I think the laundromat well, you, would be viable. The laundromat works, yes. <laughs> well, you can still do socially distant dates. You can do go on hikes, you can go to parks, you can go to the beach. You know, places where, you know, you can actually have some fresh air, some distance and some movement, which is what something that I always talk about if you're doing a daytime date, 
do something where there's actual movement, even coffee dates, even let's say lockdown wasn't available. And I would say, yeah, if you want to have a coffee date, that's great. But don't just sit there in the coffee, in, in, in the shop, go walk around the block and get that's the blood awesome. flow and get some interactivity going because the environment that you are in, in a co- most coffee shops, I won't say all, but most coffee shops is very different than the environment and the energy that you get from going into a bar or a restaurant. So- it's true. It's quiet. You want to whisper and not really say anything too loud. Like, what was your last relationship like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. That's, that's a great point. It's dynamic going on doing something that's more active. Now, using online tools, there are sites now that are leveraging this opportunity to make video dating or video conference from video dating, I wouldn't say conversation, but video and FaceTime dating yeah. um, accessible through the app, which is really nice. Okay. And safer too, safer than just meeting a stranger up in a park sort of thing, right. because that is a concern yeah. for people, I would imagine. Of course. And what is also has happened is that there's also a resurgence of people actually chatting on the phone. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't tell me that because I don't ever want to <laughs> chat on the phone. I people we, call we I'm like, people. I'm not home. <laughs> you just texted me a second ago. <laughs> but if you are on a, a Zoom date or anything like that, or you're doing FaceTime, is there any sort of like staging that you should do to make you look not as loserish? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, what should the background be like? You know, should it be... uh... The beach. Should you sit in front of a green screen and have the (laughs) beach? beach. I live on the water. (laughs) This is my library. There are many books in it. It smells of rich mahogany. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. Listen, like, those ideas are are, are great if you're looking to have fun, have a laugh, considering the conditions that we're in, right? Yes. it's, It's almost like the... It's like the most ridiculous pickup line, right? It's, it's, you, that, that's your virtual background. You make it more ridiculous, the more fun you kind of set the tone. Add a but tone of truth, levity. Yes, yes. Yeah, right? So the truth is, like, in a world where now everyone's working at home, we're having our children come in during our business meetings and our calls, people are much more forgiving and lenient of the circumstances of your home. Not to say that, like, you can show up like a schlep and, like, and, 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 and not take care of yourself. Yes. But, you don't need to have this perfect setup where and, you're showing like your best version of yourself because sure. that's, everyone knows that's not the reality of the current life right now. And avoid doing that Zoom call, that Zoom date sitting on the toilet because they'll find <laughs> out. You can see that half shelf behind yeah. you with toilet they're paper on it. Or hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, even worse. <laughs> it, this is so sad. I follow a personal trainer, but he did one of those the other day. Like he was like actually posting. Like sitting do, on the toilet. Do, yeah, and, and I was just like, and his advice was great, you know, but at the same time, I'm like... I'm if like, you're uh, sitting on the shitter, I don't really no, want know, your right? advice. Yeah. Save it for the next room. Go exactly. sit down in the dining room right. and give me I your know. advice. Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. You shouldn't do these Zoom dates on, yeah. uh, on the toilet. I got a question for you. Have people shifted their thought process? Do you think before COVID, people were thinking, oh, I'm going to date, but we're more casual in it. Where now people are dating with a purpose. I want somebody to be with yeah. as, as we, as our producer Kelly had mentioned, more meaningful? it's COVID cuffing. Yes. Right. Are we, are, are you seeing that? So what I'm seeing is, I mean, I'm definitely seeing some cuffing, right? Cuffing yes. is, is definitely happening and prevalent for sure. But what I'm really seeing is people are dating more with intention. You know, they don't have the luxury to just date around because their time has become instantly more valuable despite having more of it. Yeah. And so going in and having that intention of who they want to cuff yes. <laughs> becomes a lot more important. And it actually accelerates the process. People actually um, 
because they're so clear on what they want, their ability to find that person becomes actually a lot simpler, even if it doesn't become easier. And mm-hmm. so it actually does help the process because people are waking up to the idea that I need to be having clear intention with how I go about this process. And it yeah, actually serves right. them a lot better. Are you seeing a lot of newly single people out there because of COVID? Hey, we've had six months together, shut down, and now I can't stand your guts. So I need a new, I need a new cuffing partner. Are you seeing that? Tough and cuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'm seeing both sides. I'm seeing both, you know, the size of those who are like, oh shit, like, this is what it's like to actually be with you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? Like right. seeing a lot of that. We used to work um, seventy hours a week. But I yes. was thinking, as you were describing these new these new dates that people are doing that are outside of the bar. Yeah. You know, I think that you know when you're when you're in that bar sort of like vibe and you're on a date, there's a desensitization that happens through alcohol. So your guard's a mm-hmm. little bit more down. You're a little bit more relaxed, and maybe ugly you know, looks a little bit more pretty. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. you know, I think you know uh, this is where I think your real genius can come into play because a lot of guys are very awkward with themselves. They're not. They're not actually you for know, sure. They're they're not going to be able to deliver, maybe even engage correctly or or be interesting. You know. Yeah. Um, so so I think that yeah, there's a there's a real revelation that's happening. In, in this new COVID pandemic, you know, on dating. For sure. Yeah, it's true. I mean, a, a, a pretty fun way to look at it is like, consider the bar dates kind of the Instagram <laughs> of real dating, right? Yes. Like you're, you're, you're immediately putting on this show to give off your best first impression. And over time, as you start to reveal yourself, you're showing the real, the, the real, real version of yourself. But yep. in yeah. COVID, don't get that luxury you're actually just seeing the real version of, of, of someone and and that's actually great for a lot of men especially single dads yeah because they don't need to worry about hiding anything everything is already on display because of the reality that everyone's in and we all can relate to it yes for sure and how we have to navigate through it the other thing i i really wonder is if we're going to see on the other side of covid all of these people who end up breaking up because they went from being able to be together nonstop to now I have to go back to work. Now I have to go back to my routine, the mm-hmm. gym, work. I don't get home till seven o'clock at night. I only have two hours to spend with you. I wonder if it will now be the reverse and That's we'll see that point. happen yep. with people who only know you as being home and constantly being there. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we all cycle as a society as hu- and as humans, we go through cycles. So we're definitely going to see some of that too. And we're also going to see a level of relief too, because the truth of the matter is like, as much as we love someone, we don't want to always be on top of them and, and be in this kind of smothering situation, especially if you're living in a home where it's close quarters, you know, as a dad, yes. you know, when, you know, you know, preschool was closed, parks were closed, our house got really small. Yeah. Really <laughs> and <laughs> you haven't had sex in months because there's kids everywhere. And yeah, that makes it a little yeah. difficult too. That's okay. Does, That's why I said right? time to play video games. Exactly. And you're using Daddy's going to go yeah. masturbate in the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. You're, we're going to see obviously that cycle, but also you're going to see some relief that's going to happen in terms of the, the tension and the, the, the strain that might be put on some relationships where they actually feel like it's a lot to take on for this length period, you know, for this long period of time. For Having sure. people be able to have more flexibility of going out and going to work is going to provide a lot of relief and, and some, and some necessary separation that, that will actually help the relationships in the long run. Absolutely. So you have clients all over the world, right? 
Um, yeah. Have you, so I think California is going through a really tough time now with restaurants and all that stuff. Do you notice like maybe a pattern in which people may uh, may feel they're more on lockdown perhaps in California than they would in the East Coast or, or down in the South? Well, it's affecting people in different ways across the world because every state and every country has its own like, you know, rules and, and regulations around mm-hmm. how to handle COVID. For example, I have a client in Saudi Arabia. And if you guys, if you're familiar with Saudi Arabia, like yeah. they yeah. already have rules and, and essentially laws around the uh, socialization and intermingling between men and women. Only yes. five right? people so in now, the harem, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bring her to me. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I understand it's getting easier there. I recently read MBS, the book about Mohammed bin Salman, who is now the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Oh. And they're trying to lift, literally lift the veil on Saudi Arabia. Is he noticing this, your client? Did they, I think movies, are for, for the first time they're able to go to movies, women are starting to be able to drive. Oh, so, no. Yes, it's a, there's been accidents <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but is he noticing this? It's definitely, it's definitely amazing. You're seeing definitely progression happening. And still, despite that, you know, women are still, um, there, there's still a lack of equality, especially particularly around like their ability to independently go out and pursue their own relationships or be able to chat with, with men outside of their, their circle. Which makes Um, it difficult. You don't get to know this person. Yeah. Yeah. Then you add on the whole layer, you know, for them, they went through a period of, of, lockdown with curfew oh my gosh they weren't even able to be out in the streets after a certain period of time right so it just and this is just and this happens in various parts of the world my parents they live in jamaica they had curfew for you know a certain period of time Mm -hmm. like different countries go through certain things and it creates you know those type of obstacles but once again this is where now we can actually see technology and not see this place where we can check out but a place where we can actually check in and, and, you know, for him, he's had to really think outside the box and, and, and what leverage apps and introductions, which is usually the primary way, um, you know, men and women in Saudi Arabia get together through uh, personal introductions. But, okay. you know, leveraging those type of, of, of uh, platform becomes something that, beco- that, that reaches the top of your awareness. And you wow. start to just really say, you know what? I'm going to leverage all of this shit right. yeah. <laughs> to maximize my chances because you don't have a choice now. Absolutely. Use every tool in your toolbox, like yeah. you said earlier, which but is awesome. for your poor Saudi Arabian client, though, I mean, if you're doing a Zoom call, it'll look like he's talking to a ninja, right? I mean, because <laughs> they'll they'll wear a complete... Like, uh, yeah, some do. You, some women yeah, are right? still under the veil and they completely cover. Well, it's a burqa, yes. right? So, yeah. I mean... Yes. But I yeah, think they've yeah, lifted some really of that. It depends on... Um, it depends on where they are, you know. If they're in the privacy of their own home, they may not necessarily need to, oh, okay. to do that. But, okay. I mean, uh, you know how there's Christian mingle. I was thinking maybe there could be a Muslim mingle, where but you wouldn't be able to see much. It would just. It's be all in the of, eyes, <laughs> my friend. Eyes, it's right? all in the eyes. Like, <laughs> like this dating app looks pretty much. Yes. The same. So I got to ask you a question. What are you, what's your tip out there for anyone who is starting to date? Give us a free tip from the expert, please. For anyone who's please, out there man, dating, we, wanting we to it. be a want, yes, exactly. Single dads, Single need, dads it. need it. What you got for us? Yeah. The best thing I, I can say is don't let the conditions that you're seeing outside of you be the conditions that you have inside of you. Meaning just because COVID is happening doesn't mean that all of a sudden dating is broken or dating is lost. You yes. still have ways where people are still getting together. Here's, here's something, here's some food for thought. You hear all these stories about 
uh, the, the job economy, people losing jobs, you know, yes. question, you know, different catastrophe across right? the board. Yeah, yes. Right. Varying narratives. Well, what I also see in the reality is that there are companies that are hiring hundreds of thousands of people. I have, I have clients who are getting hired and offered jobs and promotions. I'm seeing people who are getting into relationships during COVID. I'm seeing yeah. a lot of various things. And so I'm not saying that like this, this diminishes right. you know, the other reality that's going on, but I'm sharing this to give people an idea that you can choose how you want this journey to go. Yes. Not yeah. being dictated by outside circumstances. We are the same. That's tranquility during the storm, regardless of, you know, yes. absolutely looking inside for your own narrative that should be positive. You know, I totally am on board for that. And I think it's some of the best advice I've ever received. I think that's awesome. Well, Thomas Edwards Jr., you are a breath of fresh air. And I think that that is probably what makes you so successful in life. It's positivity. It's a willingness to put yourself out there. And that's what life is all about. And I think that's really what you can take away from from your from our conversation with you. I can't wait till we keep developing. And, you know, it's the whole cast of characters that I'm thinking for Dad's Dish. Yes. Here. And, you know, he's going to be on the private jet with us. Flying, exactly. Flying to Wichita, Kansas <laughs> to go rescue a single dad. From your Who mouth needs- to God's ears. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Who needs help with dating and, you know, this guy may, I already see it in my head. So yes, Thomas, I just can't wait. Um, but I'm yeah. so thankful for you now. Um, absolutely. Like, just like Scotty said, a breath of fresh air and some real life advice out there for, for those people that are dating and struggling through all of this. Exactly. And we'll have the link up on all of our social media pages so they can find out how to get in touch with you. Should they be in the market for a little help, a, little, a wingman out there, the date doctor? Absolutely. The professional wingman. And you can find them at the professionalwingman.com. Yes. And also, yeah, we're going to have it on all our dadsdishing.com. Um, don't forget, Tom, to subscribe to and like Dad's Dishing on YouTube, <laughs> please. Got it, guys. Guys, you guys are amazing. And I also want to like give a shout out to you guys. You know, obviously, it's a privilege to be to be here, and, and that can go out without saying, but I will say it nonetheless. But I love and I really appreciate you guys being a voice out there for for all dads, you know, single or not, who who you know we we never know or expect to go through times like this, and for you guys to be a voice that can can help provide a different perspective and then be a platform for others to share their perspective and their story is really special. So That's, I want to give you guys a little acknowledgement too, for doing what you do. Well, um, we will take it. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I will take I'm a little more humble. I'm like, Tom, you're the man. Yes. You're the man. You are the man. Thank you for joining us. Stay healthy out there. And again, Thank this was guys. such a fun conversation and we'll talk to you again in the future. Absolutely. God yeah. bless you, my friend. And, and please uh, stay in touch and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. What a great interview. Yeah. I love Tom. He's awesome. He has great energy. And I have to tell you, I think that is the key to dating is just being out there, being positive and just like, hey, this is me. It's who I am. If you don't like it, I'll find somebody who does. And that's his mentor. Yeah. Bingo, baby. Confidence. Confidence. And yeah, women just aren't attracted. You're, I should say. Other people won't be a Yes, yeah. You know? And I have to tell you, I really do believe COVID has shifted people and the way we look at things. And that's what you talked about a great deal. It is making people look for the long-term relationship versus that short, hey, we'll, we'll have sex a couple times, go to dinner a couple times, and it's done. And I know that, but there's nothing else. So I'm going to just I go for that. I think that something that you got to like 
really look because yeah. I like to see like where the reason is and why yeah. people do certain things. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know it's due to the uncertainty because you're scared. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. So therefore, if you can suffer with someone else, or at least just find comfort in someone else, suffering, to, yeah, to, <laughs> so that can basically help you. Like you're in this shit together. You're in the foxhole. So, you're in hold this on. Game. I just I'm going to write your profile for dating right now, looking for someone to suffer, suffer with. with. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Well, Looking you know for I mean. somebody to get in the shithole with. Yes. Well, we're in the foxhole. We're like, exactly. you know, we're battling. We're in the trenches exactly. together. We're fighting through. Exactly. Yeah, and I am looking for that WAP. What? 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 That's a very derogatory Italian That's term, That's what I thought, too. Okay, so I have to tell you, this is amazing. The music's going to start playing here. Cardi B, WAP. The WAP you're thinking of. We learned it's not so direct, um, derogatory. It's for all my Italian friends. Yes, yes. Forgot about it. Exactly. So fortunately, our producer, Sebi's girlfriend, who is Italian, Natalina, said, no, that's without papers, W-O-P. That oh. was, And that was always a negative connotation so for smart. sure. She is so smart. She is. Yes, I love She's it. Brilliant. So Cardi B has got a new song called WAP. W-A-P. And what's it stand for, Scotty? Uh, uh, Wet-ass pussy, bro. Wet-ass pussy. What the hell? Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is, but it sounds disgusting. It sounds like something you'd find in the bottom of the ocean. You know, there's only a certain degree of wetness that you need. Clams. It is a clam. It's kind of the same thing. I'm sorry. Yes, I think so. I think so. If you put butter on it, is it better? Well, you know, she really goes into the whole description of like her very, very wet pussy. And I'm like, but if it's too wet. There's too much glide. Yeah. And it's like a hot dog down the hallway. And then you have, don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> yeah. No, it well, is like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. That's a whole other thing. Oh, my God. Which also, this to me is also fascinating that You've some seen, do, some this? don't. No. But, like, isn't it essentially, okay, if your kids are listening, put it on pause yeah. 10 minutes ago. <laughs> but from what I understand, yes. squirting is basically like a geyser of urine, essentially, Right? I hope it's not urine because I got some on my pant leg one time. Dude, that bitch is pissing it all was, over it was you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I, I no think idea. it is. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, it was a kind of a crazy story. Yeah. I don't well, know, I but. want that one after. That's dead dishing after hours. After yes. Hours. Anyway, uh, yeah, so there's this fascination with wet ass pussy. And, and, yes. And, but I don't know. Like, it's everywhere. So do you message the girl and say, hey, lady, you got some wop on you? I think you would. Really? That's exactly how you would write it. And she's like, no, it's like a desert down there. Yeah, exactly. That's how much I'm into you. Exactly. It's Death Valley. That's what I get. It's Death Valley. (laughs) This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to say, it was a learning moment for me. I feel like... But Even at 34, I'm learning new things well, that the kids are coming up here's with. Here's what we do at Dad's Dishing, folks. We go ahead and we talk about those things that your kids the are trends. out there talking about. The trends. Because if your kids are talking about WAP, you're like, oh, okay, that's a term I know. Yes. Hey, Italians, right? And exactly. Guidos and, you yes. know, et cetera, right? Some more derogatory <laughs> words about Italians. Well, well, that's not derogatory, is it? I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. He's just a dumb spick over here. Exactly. <laughs> no. 
I can say that. Well, yeah. Because you're Spanish. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got that card. Yeah, I yeah, thought I had that exactly. card. Exactly. No, I can say it because I'm gay. Oh, that's it. You just play the gay card. Exactly. You I can't say that I'm gay. Damn it. He's a minority, too, I think. Exactly. Aren't we all? Oh, my gosh. The devilish white man. The yes, trade, exactly. The white man, yes. Right? Oh, my gosh. Well, that is fun. So- we should talk about how we're able to talk about all this because of our new format. The fact that this is a podcast, we're no longer on the radio, which is awesome because that really cuffs your hands to a certain conversation. Absolutely. And we're having so much fun doing it and we're, we're on YouTube too. So you can see what we look like talking about this conversation. Right. It's yeah. authenticity and that's what it, people want. You know, we love I mean, it. Yes. when you're talking about, or you're doing a show and yeah. and you have to also be cognizant of sponsors, which yes. of course we love and we have, but at the same time, they're trusting in us, yes. you know, and, and the format of the show, just to be real, I think they know that we're decent human beings. At yeah. least we hope so. It's true. And we need to be able to have a platform to bring you wet ass pussy. Exactly. Yes. Just tune in here. So tune in here. We are in our fantastic studio. It's a Cafe Kubal co-work space. Fantastic. We're drinking our coffee. I've been drinking it through the show. It keeps us going. It yeah. keeps us energized, and it's absolutely delicious. But the space is absolutely fabulous as and well. And I wanted to apologize for those listeners if you're listening and not watching. Yes. Every now and then you'll hear, like, the, the ice go Exactly. Through. And I'm like, that's Joe I slurping swear. on his uh, Cafe Kubal. I swear it's is, coffee. It's just so freaking delicious, though. It is, you know. Yeah. And uh, and that's why we we are partnered here with Cafe Kubal in the best of ways. Yeah. And this co-work studio is just beautiful. So I always love being here. But the whole, like, if you think about it, Syracuse needed that. Syracuse yeah. needed a place like this to bring in businesses to actually do work. There's a whole studio, like an actual, like, uh, what is it, Sebi? Uh, like a photography studio or... Yeah, photo, photo and, film and film I love studio. this. So, yes. I mean, it's legit, you know? Yeah. And we're legit... And I think more so than ever now. But, yes. You know, so Cafe Kubal, it's amazing. Go see them at one of their eight locations. Um, Truly fantastic. But when we think about dating, we also have to think about great teeth. So another great sponsor we have, the fantastic team. Northeastern Dental. We love them. They are open, correct, and Absolutely. they are ready to help you with all of your dental needs, have which you is made awesome. Have you your appointment yet? I have not. I need to. I, I need will. to do this because they do teeth whitening, Yes, which is awesome. And you know what? We Did can't let braces? these things go. I never had braces. You have great teeth. I do, but you know what? As you get older, your teeth start to crowd a little bit, I think. And I have one spot where I would like to sort of – so Invisalign might be the question or one of those um, – T t dental yeah. uh, t braces, sure. if you will. There we go. Yes, that, that are options for adults out there. My good friend uses an Invisalign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely cool because you just put it in and uh, you have it on for a couple of hours and they gradually take you through stages. Yes. You sleep with it, et cetera, but I guess it fixes your teeth. It's supposed to fix your face yeah, and fix you know, your teeth. Yeah, so I can't wait to get back in there. And they have a whole thing already set up yeah. for me, so I'm I'm excited to doing so, and and I want to like have us there. Yeah, you know, I love let's, it. Let's see what that's going to look. It's like. It's fantastic. Kelly's in on it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to do a little tour. And come we're be able to come show. see inside Joe's mouth. Exactly. It's very exciting. Just it's don't very come fun. in Joe's mouth. <laughs> yes. What's that? Oh, I love it. Carla right. Fisher will join us. We'll talk about that then. But I want to ask you, Joe, before we finish this fabulous episode of Dad's Dishing, what's in the phallic-shaped box you brought in today? 
Well, we before I get to that, I also yes. want to mention our two new sponsors that oh, we have yes. as part of Dad's Dish. Talk about it. Yes. Yeah. So I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll talk about Ascent Legal, Ascent Legal, yes. which is uh, it's a company that belongs to yours truly. Yes. Where, in case you guys don't know what I do, I actually do legal marketing and sales for attorneys. And yes. I've been doing it for a number of years. Like since 2005, I've closed tens of thousands of people yes. like uh, with legal services, et cetera. And I've helped other law firms like, you know, build reputable brands, Which et cetera. I want to say, if you're ever trapped in something, you get a DUI, whatever it is, this is the man you want to talk to first. You have <laughs> an understanding and knowledge of what you need to do, the steps, before you even go to the lawyer. Right. You've already gone through everything you're going to need to do. And I think that's what's so great about what you do and how you do this. Right. So you've developed this program so, even bigger. Right. Yeah. If you ever watch like uh, on Facebook, you'll see like a master class, like Chef Ramsay. I he's love gonna, this. Yeah, yes. He's going to yeah. teach you like, you know, it's a master class. He's going to teach you how to cut. He's going to teach you all his tricks, et cetera. Yes. Well, that's what I do for lawyers now across the nation. Yeah. Through Ascent.Legal. So you can check it out. It's a it's a legitimate thing. We're sponsoring Dad's Dishing because I'm putting where my money... <laughs> your money where your mouth, mouth is. is. Exactly. And I believe in our show. Yeah. And Ascent.Legal is, uh, is the place to help lawyers actually gain new clients. And I'll teach you tricks and not tricks, but real formulas yeah. to be able to close and get more leads and, and, and close those cases. Which so, if you are an attorney out there... I want you to understand why this is so valuable. For the attorney, a lot of attorneys are very smart people. Yes. They're very good at law and yes. doing legal things. But when it comes to sales, which is what you're doing, when you are bringing in a client, yeah. maybe not so great at that. Or you don't want to handle the money side of things. You give these attorneys the tools to be successful, which is awesome. That's it really exactly is right. a master class. So thank you for what you do. And check that out, yeah. right? There are videos out there available. Right. Ascent.legal. Ascent.legal. Check it, it out. Dot com, just ascent.legal. Legal. Legal. Yeah, That's I it. like it. Now, Perfect. Yeah. I want to talk about our last sponsor. Yeah. But not least. Not least. Not it's, least at all. It's, it's a hybrid. Yeah, I have to bring in producer Kelly on this Absolutely. one. Because Kelly has been a a retailer for 20 plus years. She's had several locations. As a, What was that? Yeah, Since she was a baby, baby. exactly. Retail. At two years old, she started selling paper doll clothes. <laughs> It probably Barbie exactly clothes. exactly probably and she has created the space right that is sort of a joint venture which mm -hmm. is so awesome so show offs boutique lives on in a new space 216 west genesee street and and with it can i introduce yes please it's scotty d's pop-up yes i'm popping things up everywhere <laughs> you go now <laughs> which i'm so proud of you by the way to take that step into your own business being an entrepreneur also Thank you, you have a real art like a real dynamic eye for just seeing what's chic and cool and I've seen it firsthand when you've decorated Kelly's sto uh, store or, uh, you know, other things like even in here, like you're like, oh, let's move this. Let's move this. I have something that works here. Thank like, you. That's for saying you. That. You just get it. So every piece that's in your store now, I think, is just absolutely fabulous. It's beautiful and it's well thought out. And I'm a fan. So thank you. you. No, yes. it's, it's, it's true. 
So Thank- I think it's so great. So tell us about it. When are you open? Yes. What's going on? So what what's great is not only are we home, we are closed for women. And Kelly has been the person who's had her fingers on the pulse of trend-setting fashion. For 20 freaking For years. 20 plus years. I've and been she's those, been the go-to. I've yeah. been on those trips to, to, to Miami, to New York City. She meets with the buyers. She's, yes. she's always hunting the best possible things, you know, yeah. for, for women. And they sell. You know, she knows she knows exactly what you want before you know what you want. It's so great. true. And she is excited about the new product when she's shopping for what's going to come in, when she's curating those mm-hmm. items. It's really a passion for and, you, and isn't yeah, it? And, yeah. And the designers love her. Like yes. these straight up like famous, legitimate designers like our friend uh, Viviana Gabrieras, yes. who's like styled J-Lo. Yeah, you know, they use they use her social you know. media stuff for their pages. It's fantastic. Yeah. So check it out. We do. We believe in beautiful things. We believe you should have beautiful things. And COVID doesn't stop you from buying beautiful things. Okay, now I need to know what's in that phallic shaped box down there. All right, there. so there's a documentary yes. out there. It's on Netflix. It's actually pretty cool. You guys know that I'm a UFO nut. Um, yes, and at do. the end of our very first podcast, it was the very first fucking thing that I happened to yes. say. It's like, what's the big deal? And like, can I say, you're sexy as fuck, but <laughs> you are a nerd. <laughs> you are a nerd if I've ever met one. <laughs> Guilty as the sexiness gets you, and then you're like, what's you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so he's a little green man. Talk about this passion of yours. Yes. All right. Anyway. Great documentary called uh, Bob Lazar and Area 51 in Flying UFO. So basically what this is, it's the reason why anybody's ever heard of Area 51 is because back in like 1988, there was a gentleman who's a a, a scientist that worked at Area 51. And he basically said, the shit that I'm working on is so freaking crazy that I need to go out and tell somebody because it's... It's just bad. Like it's like this sort of technology that's out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that the general public should know. So he came out to a reporter wow. named George Knapp, um, who was a he was a, a an investigator and a journalist, and he broke the story that is very very famous. I mean, yeah. l- remember last year they just had this storming of Area Fifty One. Yes. Right? And and again, if were you, you know, front and center in your camo pants? I was. Like, I've got to see the aliens. I got to. I'm here for you. Yes. But anyway, uh, what Bob Lazar does in this documentary, he basically starts sketching uh, a UFO um, that he actually worked on, and he's describing how it works, etc. So that's. What I ended up getting was a you actual, ordered a sketch, a, a, a print of the sketch. Is it signed by the aliens? It is signed by the aliens. It is signed yes. by Bob Lazar. Oh, so this is when we see. Can we hold this up? Yeah, of okay, course. you hold up that side. Can we say? All right, this is very interesting because when we see what a UFO looks like, right. this is typically what I would yes. picture. So he says this is reality. Right. This and, is what is out there. And the and the guy is a propulsion expert, right? Okay. So what's really interesting is that this actually flies because of gravity. Like, um, it's anti-gravity. Okay. And the element that they use in order to fly this machine is uh, called element 115, which at the time didn't exist when Bob Lazar came out and talked about element 115, which the government today does acknowledge that, oh, by the way, there is an element 115. And that's how this thing is basically powered. And I'm so sorry that I'm giving the most rudimentary description of this, but it's how I understand. I'm just not an expert. But anyway, the man, Bob Lazar, actually signed this, and he writes, to Joe, don't stop believing, 
Bob Lazar. <laughs> it should say from one nut to another. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking. It's a very cool so, thing. I I'm love this. this. It's going to be in our dad's it. dishing studio. Yeah, and it'll save you from having to tell people you're a nerd. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll just see me. Thank you for sharing that with me. I really, I do love this. It, it gives me such joy in my life. It really does. To pick on me? No, no, I, I love it. find you. something that uh, you're nerdy about. Yes, I, you will find. Do you what know, is it? Why know what I'm nerdy about? Tell me. Why well, know my secret passion? Hey. Murder, she wrote. <laughs> Really? I love Angela Lansbury and Murder, She Wrote. So, yeah, we all have a little geek inside of us. Who you? Your great-grandmother? I will say my grandmother and I used to get together and talk about what happened on the last episode of Murder, She Wrote. You know what my dad used to call it? What's that? So, in Spanish, the word for shit is mierda. So, she would say, mierda, she wrote. Mierda, she wrote. Well, I have to say, during its airing of almost 12 seasons, they had over 26 million viewers a weekend, uh, uh, an episode. Because there was like three channels. Exactly. But hey, people were tuning in. So I'm not so crazy. No, I know. And it's kind of like, isn't it like loosely based on uh, Agatha Christie sort of works? Or I guess. I don't, you know. don't know. I just like watching an old woman solve murders. <laughs> and that's where we should end today's show okay. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week can't wait we'll